0: This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station.
1: Good Thursday afternoon. How's your day going so far? I'd like to say mine's going really well, but that could all change in this next hour because I am willing to jump in to the pool of guns. And, of course, today we know that a thousand t- turned out in Montreal for the funeral of the six men killed in the weekend attack on a Quebec City mosque. And, and I just want to, can I just heads up here, because I feel like people are already texting the people who think that I'm crapping all over gun lovers. I'm I'm not. I want to see and I know this is asking a lot sometimes but I want to see if we can just have a conversation about guns and maybe the laws around guns and the questions about how some people can get guns that kill people and I know (laughs) I know I know guns kill people people don't what is the saying? I can't believe I've already forgotten that one, but I know who knows the saying. Chris Nelson, he is a Calgary Herald columnist, joins us today. Hello, Chris.
0: Hey, how are you
1: doing? It's guns don't kill people, people kill people, right? People kill,
0: yes, that's yeah. how I started my column.
1: You know what, and, and kudos to you for having a column. I'm curious. It's been out for a, a number of hours now. What kind of feedback are you getting on your column?
0: Well, I've got my vest on. I'm under the desk. <laughs> And I maybe I should have just kept writing horrible things about the n d p or say that it no it's safer, um, yeah. and i and I knew uh that there are some very very strong feelings about guns and um and sometimes they get get- it gets mixed up with politics, which is really odd, but it does that if if you question guns somehow you're i don't know some raving left wing radical or whatever I'm not quite sure how that happened, but anyhow that that doesn't help but uh Yes, the day is interesting.
1: And, and Chris, the day is interesting because, of course, the the funeral taking place in Montreal. But I think in all the coverage of this, we haven't talked a lot about the weapon that the man used to kill these six people. And have the police even said what what gun was used in this?
0: Uh, not unless they did today. Um, however, uh, some reporters on the scene confirmed from sources that it was a semi-automatic uh, weapon um, but the police haven't officially again unless they done not uh, today um, haven't released that
1: well and so for those of you who haven't read Chris's column just go to calgaryherald.com but maybe the gist of it Chris you're you're just questioning or using this as an opportunity to talk about the the laws and the regulations around guns in Canada
0: Yes, and uh, and I knew it would spark a lot of anger from people. and also, But hopefully, you know, I'm a big boy. I can take that. Um, but uh, you're exactly right. The strange thing about this awful situation is that there were so few people who even brought up the, the gun angle. We've become so uh, immune to that. And some of that, of course, is living next door to uh, the United States. But uh, it seems to have spread here where it's almost... Uh, sort of a shrug and uh we spend all this time wondering why young people particularly do keenest things and um and sometimes i think that uh, there's a lot of effort wasted trying to figure out what goes on inside um, a young man's head um because strange things do and uh, and i don't think that will ever change but what we can change is uh we can restrict the number of guns that are in this country, both legal and illegal. And that doesn't mean that every shotgun uh, or rifle has to be turned in. But quite honestly, I have never heard a good excuse, God won't even call the reason, for owning a semi-automatic weapon legally in Canada, um, other than the one that they don't say, which is it makes people feel powerful and they've got something in their hand that can kill other people. Uh, and they'll deny that till the cows come home. But I'd like to know what is the reason. Because if it's hunting, then uh, that's pretty pathetic. Because take a, I mean, I used to hunt and I used to have a gun. I had a couple of shotguns. I had a Remington 30-6. Um, when my kids were born, I got rid of them. I didn't want weapons in the house. But um, at least there's a little bit uh, skill involved. You start taking automatic weapons out into uh, the fields, and that's not hunting, that's just slaughter. So it's not hunting, and it's really not self-protection. So what reason is there for to have a, a gun that's uh, semi-automatic, which can be easy? The law in Canada allows uh, five rounds in the chamber, basically. Mm-hmm. But you can, you can uh, fiddle with that gun quite easily and uh, make it fully semi-automatic, which would be 30 rounds in the chamber. Well, and you know,
1: and I want to say that as well, Chris, because whenever I even mention guns, I, I mean, the texts are coming in right now, and I'm uh, I definitely, uh, it, I'm going to talk to you, Chris, and then at 3.30, when I have to say goodbye to you, I'm going to open up the phone lines and share the text, but... I think whenever we even talk about guns, people think that, oh, here's Anne. she's trying to get rid of all the guns. I know there are responsible gun owners out there. And I know even earlier today, Rob was talking about the brouhaha over Kevin O'Leary posting the video of being at some shooting range and the CBC questioning how tactless that is on the day of the funeral. I'm not getting into that. I'm just saying I think we still have to look at Thankfully, still in Canada, we have some pretty tough laws and some really responsible gun owners who do everything right and, and they enjoy hunting or whatever it is. But I think the thrust of your column was more, let's look at how, first of all, as you say, uh, the semi-automatic being a restricted weapon, but that still means you can get it with restrictions, but also how anyone can change that to go from the, the five rounds to the 30 rounds in a semi, semi-automatic weapon.
0: Yes, and, and also the amount of illegal guns in the country. And I realize, again, we're next door to uh, uh, a country that you know, I've got lots of uh, respect for, the, the U.S., but frankly, I mean, they're so far out the lunch on this, it's unbelievable. But um, we, if you can get past the emotion, you can look at a country take japan for example and yes it's easier to control guns in japan because it's an island Mm -hmm. but um in 2014 the total number of gun deaths and these are homicides murders um suicides and uh, because that's another big issue the most gun deaths in canada by far are suicides um um and accidental which is not too many accidental deaths but in japan in 2014 six now, this is a country of 130 million people, six gun deaths. In the U.K., there was 144. In Canada, there were 700. In the U.S., there were well, 11,000. I mean, they're so far out there. And they, they like to say, well, we're, we're better than Honduras. Well, well, well done. <laughs> yeah. um, that was in 2014. So, That's 2014.
1: Just 2014. A little, yeah, But not that the so, numbers have gone down.
0: Yeah. yeah. And so even the, uh, the mafia in Japan no longer carry guns. Because they don't have to. It sounds kind of odd, but the uh, it's a slightly separate issue. But if you look at the police shootings in this city, um, in which people were killed or hurt, there were nine last year, and a lot of uh, questions asked. But nobody ever said, "Well, maybe just take the guns away from them." Mm-hmm. If you asked a, a, a class of seven-year-olds, probably some kid would might say, "Hey, well, here's a way to stop it." But that wouldn't be looked at. And I realized why, because other people have got guns, et cetera, et cetera. And yet a lot of those Calgary cops, for the first 20 years of their professional life, never touched a firearm. Because hundreds of them were brought in from the UK. And you can't tell me that the U- I grew up in the UK, and I found it a hell of a lot more violent than Canada. Um, and that was yet- without guns. I never saw a gun as a kid. Like uh, God, if we had been given guns in the 19, early 1970s, when we're going to football grounds, the slaughter would have been unimaginable. Yeah, yeah. And I'd say those policemen, I spoke to quite a few that came over, they're in their 40s, they've been policing for 20 years, good cops they brought in, and they're given firearm tre- uh training. So you have to sort of stand back and say, why is it that this country, which I think is a very peaceful country, needs policemen who are armed, as opposed to uh, the U.K., where they're not armed for the most part, um, why? And when you start asking those questions, try to get rid of the emotion out of it and, and look at the facts.
1: And it always scares me that we get emotional about the issue of guns, because I don't want someone getting so emotional that they they are going to do something with a gun. You know what, going back to the 2014 stats, in the U.S., you said 11,000 people have been died, have died uh, the result of guns. Yeah, you know, and Um, and that's why I always wonder why we're we're worried about terrorists when you compare the number of people who have died at the hands of terrorists in the U.S. compared to how many people have died. But there's oh gosh, now I'm going to get more text on something else. So are you going so far though, as to Chris uh, Chris, rather to say that you want to? Now this is the this is where it gets really dicey that you would want to get rid of guns in Canada altogether.
0: No, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't say that. I think uh, this is a, a large country and there are certainly legitimate reasons for farmers to have guns, for hunters to have guns. Um, I, w- I don't like ever suggesting to uh, impinge on people's rights. Mm-hmm. But sit back and look at the numbers in other countries and and start asking questions of, why there are so many handguns floating around on our street, illegal guns, um, what we can do about that. Should we jack up the uh, uh, the sentences um, dramatically to try to stop that? Ask about semi-automatic weapons. Um, and, and just ask questions about uh, why uh, do we really want to become a gun culture or are we a gun culture? Um, And how much of that is a reflection of what happens to the south of us in this ridiculous argument that somehow uh, I'm protecting my rights under the Second Amendment is, well. Uh, it's just frightful that yeah. people hang to that uh,
1: stupidity. Hold on to this, Chris, uh, because I want to get into, yeah, we're talking about the guns, but also the access to guns, especially for people who may not be of sound mind. So I want to put Chris Nelson on hold. He is my guest this half hour, a columnist with the Calgary Herald joining us. And then for sure, I'm getting lots of texts, you bet. I, and I know I've got phone calls. I just, I I, I want to save those phone calls if you want to hang in there for another 15 minutes, great but I'm telling you right now I'm not going to pick up the phone until I say goodbye to Chris 403-974-8255 that is the number that you will call at 330 but you can continue to send your texts and we'll have a conversation about this a conversation we're back after this And I definitely want to hear from you. I am just waiting to end my conversation with Chris, and then we can open up the phone lines. But you can continue to call 403-974-8255-TEXT. That's the number you're going to use to text. And I'm getting a lot of texts, and hopefully I can share as many as possible. Lori says, Angela, how many responsible gun owners have gone berserk? And, and, and that's why I say whenever we have this conversation about guns, right away people think that I'm going after the responsible gun owners. We're not talking about that. Another person says U.S. gun violence, unlike terrorism, isn't random. Uh, Chris Nelson is a columnist with the Calgary Herald, and uh, he joins us this half hour. Uh, Chris, so let's—we've we, been kind of focusing on the actual guns, and we know the guns don't kill people; people kill people. And so
0: maybe—are you I actually just make one point? Yeah, about go the for Responsible it. gun owners. Yeah. Um, out of the 700, roughly 700 deaths in 2014. 500 of those were suicides by guns. Wow. 500? 500, yes. Oh, yeah. People killing themselves with guns are the main uh, victims of this. So how many of those 500 were the so-called responsible gun owners?
1: Yeah. yeah, Okay. You're throwing that out there. Well, and so then this kind of goes back, though, to my idea of the state of mind of people who are either going to, sadly... Um, kill themselves or tragically kill others? Do we have enough steps in place in the process to make sure those people don't get their hands on guns?
0: Well, I think that was really why I wrote this column, and I realized I was going to get a lot of clock for it, because we spend so much time, and we are right now, hand-wringing and wondering how we can spot people like this Um, a young man who uh, went into the mosque and shot these people and um, how we can see whether they be terrorists whether they they just kind of turn I hate to use the word crazy go unhinged Uh, and I I think that sadly the chances of understanding the human brain particularly in young adolescents and young men um, we're all individual and sometimes the smallest thing can trigger a major outcome And we spent so much time trying to figure out how to stop that. And yet we haven't spent any time figuring out, well, perhaps if this guy didn't get his hands on this gun, it wouldn't have happened. Because sometimes it's like a suicide. Yes, people might still kill themselves uh, in other means. But the problem with a gun is that it's right in your hand, right that second, uh, as opposed to uh, taking pills or uh, going to jump off a high building. And I'm not trying to be trite. Because those things, they take time. And during that time, you can reconsider. So, but when you've got a gun and somebody, uh, you're angry about some little thing, the consequences can be immense. So instead of spending all that time, and I think it's fruitless, trying to get into the minds of so many individuals who are all different, maybe we should just logically look and say, perhaps if this kid or this young man didn't get that gun, at that particular time, he would have calmed down and he would have done something else. We'll never know that. But at least that's some practical uh, steps we can take instead of this endless uh, pray for the victim. And how can we stop terrorists? And how can we stop lone wolf killers? Um, I don't think we can ever stop the way the brain works, I ever understand it, but we can take some practical steps to make it more difficult for people to get their hands on such hardware that is so devastating.
1: And those practical steps, you're going back to the the semi-automatics, or are you going so far as to say practical steps to make sure they don't have a gun?
0: Well, it'd be nice to, uh, to say well there's no guns left in the world, but there's lots of Lots of people and lots of companies making absolute fortune on selling guns. Um, so I'm trying to be realistic. But uh, certainly that's a step to, uh, to get rid of uh, semi-automatic weapons as, uh, because there is no reason for any Canadian to own one unless you're in the military. Um, and you can only them. to get rid of those. And yes, there's a lot of illegal guns. So let's, uh, instead of having a relentless so-called war on drugs, which will always fail, let's put war on, uh, on actual guns and increase the penalties for ever having um, an illegal handgun. Mm-hmm. And uh, take practical steps. We'll not eradicate it. But who knows, if we'd stop that man getting that gun at a certain spot, perhaps he'd have calmed down, perhaps he'd have found a girlfriend, and perhaps six people would have been in at least it's worth looking at, instead of uh, just dismissing it as, oh, it's something, it's some assault on our freedoms. Well, having a gun to shoot people is not a freedom.
1: Chris, that's uh, a good way to end things with you. I appreciate it, and then just wish me luck because I'm taking on the callers in the next half hour.
0: Okay, well, I'm going back to what right, I called uh, attacking the mayor next week, so that will get me <laughs> <you> back. <laughs>
1: Might have you on again. Talk to you later.
0: <laughs> okay, take care.
1: Chris Nelson he is a columnist with the Calgary Herald. All right, I've got people who are hanging on and that's great. And as I said, I'm 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 willing to have the conversation. Uh, the people who have been texting with swear words, I'm not sharing those, you guys. You've been with me. Well, some of you have been with me a long time. Some of you tune in and say, "Oh my god, she's on the air and tuning out." <laughs> but you know, I I don't want to um, No one wants to go to work and have someone swearing at them. Well, I don't know where you work, but I don't like to come to work and have people swearing at me. So I am going to ignore those ones. But if you have an opinion that you want to share, I'd love to share them with you. Let's do that after the break.
0: Calgary Today with Angela Cocott
1: Weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.